The Stuman Show. The Stuman Show. It's me and my bro in a basement with a mic. The Stuman Show. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Stuman Show, powered by Coscorp. Today it is just your host, Stu, which is me, as I have decided to travel up to Massachusetts again for a couple weeks in a row just to escape from it all, you know, enjoy my summer house, my schoolhouse, and my me time. Now before we get started, I have a very special announcement. We have the winner of our first ever weekly Stu giveaway, and considering that there's only one entrant... This person clearly won. So congratulations to Mariah Collins from South Hadley, Massachusetts, who will be receiving $5 via Venmo after today's episode. So let's give a big congratulations to her. Woo, yay, whatever, woo. And because this week's contest is over, I'm happy to announce next week's contest begins now. So the rules are very simple. You have to be following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you're following our Instagram and simply put on your story one of our posts and tag us in it. It is that simple. Again, you take one of our posts, you tag us in it, and put it on your story. Then you'll be automatically entered to win $5. And the winners are drawn every Friday at around 12 to 1. And you'll be getting a guest, a shout out too on the, story, on the uh, show while you will receive $5 from me personally sent to your Venmo. So again, congratulations to Mariah Collins for being the first ever winner, and that is all, you know? So today is our first ever Friday fun day, right? It's Friday, everyone's looking forward to the weekend, and what better way to do a Friday fun day than to review random objects with Stu? So for our first Stu review, I will be reviewing and rating the t-shirt. Now, it's a very simple article of clothing, very common in everyone's lives, right? And I'm not reviewing a brand of t-shirt or I'm not reviewing um, a brand, right? I will simply be reviewing what the best t-shirt color is and the best fabric or the best feel, right? So to uh, stars off, I think it's very important to realize when I think of t-shirts, I probably think of four colors, right? It's usually black, gray, or I think of five colors, black, gray, blue, red, and white. Now, already off the bat, I'm going to have to say I probably want to get rid of blue just because I don't feel like blue kind of fits with everything, you know what I mean? I feel like the most, I guess I might also be eliminating light gray because I think if, you, if you're asking for my opinion, because this is my review and I don't really care what everyone else says, the best colors for t-shirts are usually red, white, and black. So now that we have the three colors down, it's important to note that there's usually like two or three styles of t-shirts, right? To my knowledge, I think this is what they're called. T-shirts usually come in a crew, like a crew neck, the V-neck, and uh, something called a Henley, but we're not even going to worry about that because that's already out. So now we got your two types of t-shirts, right? You got the crew neck and the V-neck. People like the V-neck, but... I don't think the v-neck is 
a good everyday solution, right? A V-neck is when you're feeling a bit more dangerous. You want to show the chest hairs, maybe the muscles. You want to put on the show for the boys and girls and all the people who might want to see a little extra skin. It's a little scandalous if you ask me, a little too much. So now I have to say we're down to the crew neck as the best neck collar. And we still have the colors red, white, and black. Now, after we have these colors, I also want to make sure I'm kind of reviewing the fabric, right? I think, so cotton's obviously the number one most uh, popular fabric, most used fabric, but there are many layers to cotton, right? When people think of t-shirts, you don't want to be thinking that your favorite shirt's this heavy, heavy cotton shirt. You get a bit sweat or water on it, and all of a sudden it goes from a six ounce t-shirt to a two and a half pound t-shirt because of how heavy it is. You know, it is a classic, it's a staple, right? Just your 100% cotton heavy, you know, I think Gildan's a very popular brand for the t-shirts when they when you think of this, like, it's cheap, it's 100% cotton, but it's too heavy. I don't think it's good. It's your it's your typical basic feeling of a t-shirt, right? But that's not your, uh, that's not your shirt, way too hefty. I think a good fabric that I would give for a t-shirt is definitely maybe a uh, polyester cotton mix, you know, maybe like 80% cotton 20% polyester it gives it that good athletic feeling while still remaining true to a t-shirt with the cotton you know just typical you could put you could slap a logo on you could do a heat press onto it whatever but with the 20% poly it's now stretchier it's a much lighter and so 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 much softer right and you've got the the crew line right there which gives you that little like uh, classic look while still maintaining your uh, athletic kind of wear now lastly, I think what's very important is if I had to pick a color, it's got to be white, right? I think a white t-shirt is a staple. It's iconic, you know? I don't know if you guys have ever watched the, uh, I think it's the Pacifier, right, with Vin Diesel. He opens up a drawer and all he has are white t-shirts. And that's something I like to do because all, if you know me, all I wear when it comes to t-shirts are white t-shirts because I think they can go with anything. They can go with gym shorts. They can go with sweatpants. They can go with the gray Nike sweatpants. They can go with jeans. They can go with pajamas. They can go with a bathing suit, right? They can go with nicer clothes. They can go under a button-down. They can go under a polo. You can have it as the undershirt, just as a normal shirt, a workout shirt. It can be anything. Doesn't matter where you're going. A white t-shirt is always something that'll work. Now, now that there's the white t-shirt right out the way, it's time for me to really give this uh, a rating, a review, right? So because of, I basically wanted to base my review on comfort, usage, and looks, right? So if you have the right blend of cotton, polyester, whatever materials, I would definitely give the white t-shirt a 4.5 out of 5 stars, right? It's super comfortable, super lightweight, but it's not going to give you that warm, snug feeling of a sweatshirt, or it's not going to give you that super light feeling of a tank top, right? It's that perfect in-between. It's just, a, it's iconic, it's a staple, it stands the test of time. It's gonna get four and a half stars on uh, comfort. For looks, I'm gonna give it a four, sadly. You know, I have to be realistic. If I'm going to a party, I'm not gonna be wearing just my white t-shirt, right? Maybe I'll be wearing a button down over it, or maybe wearing a polo. I'm not making my party outfit a white t-shirt. As much as I want, I would love to. I would love to go anywhere with a white t-shirt, but I would have to give it a, uh, of four stars out of five. Four stewmen out of five stewmen, if we'll go with that. That's what we'll be basing our reviews on.
And lastly, I do not even remember what I said the final category was. So we're going to cut that short and we're going to give your white t-shirt ultimately a 4.5 out of 5 Stuman, which is still a very good uh, score. For the next review, I will be reviewing the back squat, a staple, staple for all lifters. You know, you can't have leg day without the back squat. That's something that has been here since bodybuilding became, you know, popular with the golden age, right? People that skip leg day, even they know about the back squat. People know what the back squat is. To put it simply, all the back squat is, is you have the bar on your neck and you squat down to about 90 degrees, right? Make sure your um, hips are parallel to the floor and you squat back up. Now, listen, there are many variations of the back squat, right? There's high bar, low bar, low bar, there's the buffalo bar, there's safety bar, there's a lot of squats out there. There's hack squat, there's one-legged squat, Bulgarian split squat. But for this review, we're literally talking just about the generic back squat, barbell on your back, doesn't matter high or low bar, squat down, squat back up. So the back squat, for people who may have never done it, is the, the daddy of all leg lifts, right? It's the king. It makes the targets all the muscles, right? Your glutes, your hammies, your quads, lower back, activates the core, even upper back, you got to stabilize. It's perfect, perfect for leg day. That being said, I can't give it a super five student out five student because it's just not for everyone, right? You know, anyone, I, I think at any age, you should be able to squat down, right? It doesn't matter if you're, you know, you see kids, toddlers do all the time. They're two years old. They squat down their butt, literally hits the floor. They stand back up. But, you know, when you're 95, squatting might be tough on the knees or the glutes or whatever just because you're getting old. And you definitely, definitely cannot do it with the barbell, right? So in terms of accessibility, it's going to get probably a, a three stars, you know. I'd love to get five, but not everyone's doing it. You got a lot of gym bros skipping leg day. You got a lot of people who just don't even see it as a necessity. Now, in terms of difficulty, I'm also going to give it a three stars. It's one of those leg workouts that... If you're not going heavy, anyone can do it, right? You can do body squats where it's not even a barbell on your back. You squat down to the floor, you squat back up. But if you're trying to make like big booty gains or want to do a strength cycle and you're doing some like five by five, some mad cow stuff, you're going to be seeing people doing five reps with a back squat on their back at like 80%. You know what I mean? And that's going to start getting very, very hard. You know, and also with the back squat in terms of difficulty you see a lot of people get injured, right? Because they're squatting incorrectly. Maybe, they're le maybe their hip flexibility is not what it needs to be, so they can't get all the way down. Now, because they're squatting lower, there's so much strain on your upper back, so you pull a muscle, then you get scared. So when you do it again, you're more scared, and now you put too much weight to try to overcompensate for no train. It's a mess, right? The whole thing's a mess. So it's going to get a three out of five stars. It's difficult enough where if you do it properly, you're going to make so many gains but if you do it improperly, you could see a lot, lot of injury, right? Um, another thing I think I'd have to give the back squat a rating for. However, for effectiveness, I'm going to give the back squat five stars easily. The back squat literally works almost every muscle in your lower body, right? Your glutes are obviously the main one, depending on which form of back In terms of just back squat, right? Your glutes, your hamstrings, your quads. Even your calves are getting activated. Your lower back, your core's got a brace. 
it hits everything. It's not like uh, concentration bicep curl that literally just targets the two heads of the bicep, right? It's a compound movement. There's a lot more muscles. It's not isometric. It's there to make sure you're getting maximum gains. And obviously, depending on the... It's, what's perfect, too, is you can do back squat where you want to do it for strength, right? So you'll do like one to five reps. You can do it where you're trying to build a butt that busts out of those booty jeans, right? So you can do it for like hypertrophy, like six to 13 reps. Then you can even do back squat where it's endurance, right? I, I don't... I personally would never go above 13 reps, right? But you could back squat like 25 reps if you're a sicko or whatever, right? So overall, I'm probably going to give the back squat 3.7 out of 5 stumen. It's something everyone should do, but it's understand why everyone doesn't do it. It's something that does require some base level fitness, but anyone can anyone can do the back squat without the barbell. But to do the barbell, you have to, you know, be semi-fit. You have to have probably done it before. And just something effective that can really help you build a nice future. Now, lastly, on today's Friday Fun Day Reviews, I'm definitely going to have to review a fan favorite in the community. Something everyone hopefully has had or might have after hearing this. But it's the McDonald's Double Cheeseburger. A staple for McDonald's, you know? When you think of McDonald's, you can't, think of, you can't not think of the McDouble. I think the McDouble is one of the oldest items on the menu. Used to be on the dollar menu, but I don't even know if they do the dollar menu anymore. Um, it's like the $2, $3, you know, they have the deals, like the Wendy's 4 for 4 But I'm getting ahead of myself right now. So, for the McDouble, I'm going to be giving it three ratings. Taste, health, value. So, if we're starting with taste, the McDouble, I'm going to probably give... A three and a half out of five stewman, right? The McDouble's two beef patties. You got the slice of cheese because if you get a McDouble without cheese, you're a weirdo. Then you get lettuce, onions, mayo, tomato, ketchup, I believe, and it's on the sesame buns. Now, the McDouble is not something I would leave out for uh, weeks. Not because it's not; it doesn't stay fresh, and I'll get to that later. Mainly because you, it's something you want to eat now because it's going to taste the best right off the bat, right? So what's nice about the onions on there and the lettuce is it makes it feel a bit fresher than other Mc, uh, McDonald's stuff, right? It makes it feel like you're actually eating something. Maybe there's a crunch if you have pickles on it, right? And the patties is just such an iconic McDonald's staple, right? Bit juicy, not too dry, but not too wet at all. Hefty, it's big enough. The cheese is slightly melted, which always makes it taste a bit better. It's just, when you smell it too, you think of childhood, right? You think, wow, if you're smelling this burger, you've probably had this burger when you were a kid all the time. Your parents would take you from playgroup to go to McDonald's, and you'd always get some form of burger, right? It's nothing special. It's such your average Joe, which I think is a good thing because you can never go wrong with it. No two McDoubles are made the same, but they always are within the same ballpark. Next, I'm going to have to go with health. So, this is a controversial thing, right? When people think of fast food, they think it's unhealthy automatically. And most of the time, that can be true, right? However, so the worst thing you'd ever have for you is a blooming onion from uh, Outback. You can look it up if you don't believe me, but that is easily one of the worst things you could have for you in terms of health. It's got so much trans fat, calories, so much oil, whatever. But for McDonald's-wise, I mean, listen, the double cheeseburger is not something you want to be... Uh, eating every day. I'm sure it'll 
lead to a lot of weight gain and it's way too much sodium right I don't know what your average uh, daily sodium take is but it's about like 800 milligrams or something of sodium which is not good it's almost about 500 calories it's got a lot of fat in it right 30 grams of fat 32 grams of carbs but so I'm gonna have to give it a two out of five stars you know there's a lot better foods you could eat you could always be that guy who eats uh, plain chicken and kale and then rips on everyone for how they eat which is unfair you shouldn't do that but it gets a two out of five stars right there are a lot of things that could be better on it but there are a lot of worse things you know people don't realize like they think of salad as the staple healthy food if you're going from getting fast food from McDonald's or something but there was actually research done a while ago that the salad was more unhealthy than the uh, than the burgers because you know people are like I'm such a big salad fan or whatever then they just drown the living hell out of it in ranch or Caesar dressing whatever and that is what's really bad for you right so all of a sudden you think you're healthier because you're beating the 490 calorie McDouble when your salad's like 900 calories just loaded in ranch Caesar dressing like the it's like the lowest quality of lettuce you know what I mean it's literally like a freaking pouch of water right iceberg lettuce has no contents in it which is good or bad not good or bad necessarily but then like you got to take a step back and realize all right this is not great for me but there's a lot worse things out there so yeah it's going to get a two out of five stewman for health and then for value i was kind of torn on this one but i definitely got to give the mcdouble four out of five stewman right mcdoubles i think nowadays are like one or two dollars i really don't know I think at some places it's like a dollar twenty-five. Some places a little bit over two, but for two patties, you know, I think that's great. It's obviously no uh, Five Guys, right? But the, I think Five Guys is overpriced as hell. You want a cheeseburger, a bacon cheeseburger? That's like nine seventy-nine, right? This is the McDouble we're talking about, and it's less than two bucks. Hell yeah, you could almost get five McDoubles for one freaking uh, Five Guys burger. Yeah, maybe it's not like quote unquote quality, hundred percent Angus meat or whatever. But quantity-wise, you could get five freaking Five Guys burgers, five uh, McDoubles at the cost of one Five Guys burger, right? McDonald's is known for the dollar menu, their deals, whatever. It's definitely getting four out of five stars for value just because people are going to roll up with a $5 bill. They're hungry. They get a whole meal. They get the McDouble. They could get fries and whatever and still be able to do that twice before having to order a uh, Five Guys burger. So overall, I'm going to give the McDouble... A modest three out of five stewman staple that keeps iconic it's not the best thing for you tastes fine you could have worse things but it's gonna get a three three out of five stewman and that wraps things up for about today as always thank you for listening make sure to follow our instagram page stewman show s-t-u-m-e-n show on instagram from there, in the bio, you can check out our webpage, right? It's hosted by Anchor.fm. You can, we're putting out a Twitter soon, so make sure to look out for that. And make sure to enter the contest. If you don't know the details, again, all you have to do is take one of our posts, put on your story, and tag us in it while following the Instagram account and Spotify, Apple Playlist, Apple Podcasts, one of those accounts. And thank you again for watching. Have a good one. Bye-bye now.